Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the craziest that happened in running this week. This week's stories include My Backyard Ultra, The First Women's Calendar Triple Crown, and The Speed Goat 50K Goes Euro? Back from injury and one of my favorite prolific 100-mile runners in the sport, Davy Crockett was back at it again with another edition of his Dreadmill 100. Yeah, that's right. Davy ran a 100 miles on his treadmill again. Last year, Davy was able to pull off a speedy 18 hours, 11 minute finish, but was a bit slower this time around, still coming in under 24 in 21.51. I'm not gonna try that one anytime soon. Well, we did it. We held an eight hour trail race in my backyard. And when I say backyard, I don't mean a four mile loop around my property. I mean, that's great that you have so much land in Tennessee and all as, but can you really call it your backyard? We began the day on a 137 meter course, but it was soon clear that would be something ridiculous to run for eight hours straight, with over 20 of us on the trail. We pulled off a mid-race extension, lengthening the trail by 101 meters to a total of 238, and it turned out to be perfect. We completed out the day with several runners going over the marathon distance. I myself ran 28, including about an hour of building out the new trail. Your race winner, John Moroshik, with 45 miles. Second was first time ultra runner, Scott of November Project Phoenix. And third was also our lead female, Brittany Olson, with 34 miles. Full results are not guaranteed. Stay tuned for more from the backyard very soon. Although we still have an entire month left in the year, chatter has already been going on Twitter thanks to ages a whistle about the men's North American ultra runner of the year. Keep in mind, they do now wait to vote until the end of the year to get all performances in, but that hasn't kept him from narrowing things down to Jim Walmsley versus Jeff Browning. Some crowdsourcing on Twitter after some back and forth discussion revealed that Browning might have an edge thanks to his consistency and lack of DNFs. That hard rack win sure helped. On the ladies' side, things are obviously a bit more clear cut. Stay tuned for more next month. The speed goat, Carl Meltzer, most winningest 100-mile trail runner of all time and race director of Utah's Speed Goat 50K, tested the waters on Facebook this weekend of turning his aid stations full Euro. He's talking prosciutto, cheeses, salami, baked goods, wine, cigs, no gel, no candy, no chips, no pretzels, and no cookies. Says he had a vision. I had a dream last night. I dreamt I was a dove flying over the sea. And then I dove into the ocean and I swam with the dolphins. I was two animals joined as one. Actually kind of dig some of the European aid stations I've seen and I for one think it would be fun to see some European elements added to some races. My number one request, bubbly water. Hey Carl, while you're at it, why not also add a mandatory gear kit and ITRA points as a qualifier? History was recently made as Heather Anish Anderson completed the calendar triple crown. No, I'm not talking about the triple crown of 200s. I'm talking about the original triple crown. Sir, it was a 30-year-old fiend indifferently blended, sir. With an overdose of bombois. Of US long distance hiking trails. This is comprised of completing the Pacific Crest Trail, or PCT, the Appalachian Trail, Appalachian Trail, or AT, and the Continental Divide Trail, or CDT. That alone is a huge task of hiking almost 8,000 miles, and Heather knows it well as she's already done the Triple Crown thrice. 
But to take it to the next level, the calendar Triple Crown would be completing them all in one calendar year you have from January 1 to December 31. This requires many months of hiking and trekking in unfavorable conditions, cold, snow, etc. Heather did it in a total of 251 days, 20 hours, and 10 minutes, becoming the first woman to ever accomplish the task. To get an idea of this challenge, of this accomplishment, let's check out these logistics. She set out March 1st on the AT from Georgia in snow, hiked north to New Hampshire and the edge of the White Mountains, which were still socked in. She then flew to New Mexico to hike from the southern terminus of the CDT to Grants, New Mexico. Then she caught a ride to the southern terminus of the PCT, where she hiked the length of the trail with her fiance, ending in late July. Next up, it was on to Montana to start on the CDT southbound and beat out the fall snowstorms. Once she hit northern Colorado, she capped off the AT he heading southbound from Katahdin just ahead of those winter storms. Finally, she landed back in Colorado to head south back into Grants, New Mexico to finish it all up. Amazingly, Flying Brian Robinson, the first to complete the calendar Triple Crown back in 2001, and also a Barkley finisher, I might add, heard about Heather's hike and drove 15 hours from California to finish with her. Now that is a feel-good story I can get behind. Huge kudos, Heather, amazing work, and absolutely an inspiration. Thankfully, improving air quality in the Bay Area allowed the Quad Dipsy to take place. It wasn't a super competitive addition with the winning time of 421 going to Tim Comey. Far cry from the course record. On the ladies' side, Kyria Wilson won in 546. Not much other racing to speak of over the holiday weekend, but stay tuned for the finale of the Ultra Trail World Tour this weekend at the Ultra Trail Cape Town in South Africa which has quite a few men and women lining up to close out the year on the 100-kilometer course, featuring 14,000 feet of climb. Notables include Americans Keeley Henninger, Stephanie Violet, and Kelly Wolf, who is tied for first in the UTWT rankings. They will face French Francisca Canepa, first at UTMB this year, and Robin Owen, who was second last year here. On the men's side, we have Rob Krar, Chris Mako's on the entrance list, Elav Olsen, and locals Ryan Sands and Prodigal Kamalo, who went one, two and one last year. If you've ever known or seen someone contract ALS, you know how devastating and truly tragic the disease can be. Someone strong and healthy can, be, can before your eyes, can become completely debilitated to the point that they can no longer physically function for themselves. One man who lost his battle with ALS a few years ago was Alfredo Pedro Perro. Alfredo was an ultra runner in the mighty Midwest, and six years ago wanted to run 100 miles as a training run point to point from Chicago to Milwaukee. Now each year, Scott Coomer and the 10 Jump Miles crew continue the tradition as Alfredo was never able to do the run. They use it as a fundraiser, flipping the route back and forth each year and dubbing it the world's longest turkey trot in honor of Pero. An update on Skyler's 2,000 mile quest. After running a 68.3 mile week this past week, He's now at a grand total of 1,606 miles for the year. About five weeks left, it's crunch time. Be sure to follow him over on Strava at Skylar Hall. He's gonna need all the kudos he can get. Woo, Outhouse Nation, what is up? It is your boy Skizzle Fresh coming to you live from Unity Island in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, that's Canada back there. There's a railroad that crosses the international border. That's dope. Uh, yeah, I'm out here grinding in these 33 degree temperatures in shorts. Yeah, California boy, out here grinding on this quest of 2,000 miles, guys. I'm 
greatly appreciate the support uh, in the YouTube comments, which you know see a lot of positivity in uh, on Strava on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for supporting me. Uh, looks like we're gonna get about 30 hours of running in this month, especially after a pretty good holiday. So if you celebrated by running or just kicking it with your family, I uh, hope you guys had a good one out there. Uh, yeah. We're going to get to across the years with less than 100 miles to go if this plan uh, it, it goes according to plan. So even out here in this blowing snow, I'm grinding so that I don't let y'all down and I don't let myself down. So thank you all again. If you're going to be in Phoenix, December 29th, across the years, come hang out, laugh at my pain. It'll be great. Otherwise, I'm trying not to freeze before we get there. So thank you all. Outhouse Nation. I love you guys. Catch you guys on the other side of 2000. Let's get it! Well, I'm off to the running event in Austin this week. And as they say, let's keep it weird. Let's get weird! Let's get weird! If you see me, shout me out. And with that, thanks for tuning in to episode 121 of Outhouse News. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have a crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. If you'd like to directly support the show financially, Consider becoming a Patreon supporter of this channel or pick up this custom pair of Jam Jam's Skull Sunglasses. Links below. Have a shitty week. <laughs>